I'm Tim Garland. This is the Trail Connection Podcast. Exploring, learning, and connecting through a love for the outdoors. Talking everything from hiking to camping to just plain living. This is the Trail Connection Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Trail Connection Podcast. This week I wanted to change it up just a little bit, do another campfire cooking episode and take you alongside on a solo camping trip. I'm going to go out in the woods and I'm going to make some venison and swamp cabbage stew. And I'm very excited about making this dish because I've never made it before. So it'll be cool to experience that and to share that with you. But I'll take you over to the kitchen here in a minute and I'll show you all the ingredients that I'm using and show you some of the meal prep that I do. And then we'll go through the process of harvesting the, the, the palmetto. Um, if you're listening to this episode, then great. I'm so glad that you are. Uh, but this might be a more enjoyable episode if you watch the video version available across multiple channels. Uh, so if you'd rather enjoy it that way, then that'd be great too. Thanks for tuning in and let's head over to the kitchen. All right, so let's go over the ingredient list here that we got here for the uh, swamp cabbage or heart of palm stew that we're going to be making tonight. Uh, I'm super excited about this deer filet that uh, I'm going to be cutting up, mincing into chunks here before we go with some prep. Uh, I've got matchstick carrots, some assorted pearl onions, jasmine rice with some quinoa, a little bit of fresh chives and fresh dill, sweet corn white sweet corn, which is my favorite, garlic and onion, black pepper, and sea salt, uh, McCormick all-purpose seasoning. Uh, this is one of my favorites I have in the pantry all the time. Also have beef bone broth that I'm going to use as the base, and then uh, this is just a little extra virgin olive oil, courtesy of Carabas from Leftover Takeout, my wife and I, uh, that is very convenient to take out in the woods with me. So I'll, I will be cutting the filet into chunks and then throwing them in a skillet using this olive oil to sear that and get that all cooked up before I put it in the pot with the heart of palm and the rest of these ingredients over here. So um, I'm gonna do a little bit of prep here and get, cause I don't need all of this out there with me. I'm just cooking for myself tonight. So I'll do some portion control and uh, pack it down nice and I'll do the video of that so you guys can see how I'm doing that. And then when we get out there in the woods and get set up, I will harvest my heart of palm or swamp cabbage, whatever we, whatever term you want to go with it. And then um, I'll get my meat cooking and start prepping that cabbage to get that in the base of the stew as well. All right, so here we go. One of the things that you need to make sure when you're doing campfire cooking, especially if you're packing out and, and taking a long trek, uh, is trying to pack down the ingredients as small as possible. Um, I like to get my protein seasoned and wrapped in a cool place. I've got a little cooler that I take out with me occasionally if I'm going to be hiking for a while and not cooking right away to keep my, uh, my meat cold. Um, other fresh ingredients I like to pre-package into a smaller container uh, like I'm doing here with a bowl or in plastic baggies, whatever I can do to pack down a little bit uh, tighter. Usually what I try to do is find pre-packaged items just like uh, this quinoa and rice or the um, beef, broth, beef broth in those containers that are easy packable and easy to, to uh, pack out once we get out in the woods and, and get to cooking. 
But I sliced up the meat into chunks here, and I'm into a Ziploc bag with some seasoning, and shake that around a little bit, and then we'll save the olive oil for the skillet once we get out into the woods. And here we go, we're all prepped, ready to go. All right, so we're out here at the site. I'm gonna go ahead and get my palm before it starts getting too much darker. The sun's going down pretty fast, so I can make camp at night, but I can't harvest a palmetto or a, a swamp cabbage without sunlight. So we're gonna go try to find one. Florida Wilderness offers a variety of different palmettos and palm trees. There's a plethora to choose from out here and it can be a little bit overwhelming when you're hiking through and not really familiar with which ones you're looking for. And to be honest, I'm not an expert on uh, these different plants, but what I'm looking for is one that is smaller to the ground, uh, but got a nice base that the palm fronds are coming out of that'll be thick enough to find a good heart of palm, small enough to use for my stew and where there won't be a whole lot of extra waste. The search can be a little bit difficult and especially under time like I am with the, with the sun going down, it'll be important that I find one quickly and get it harvested so I can head back to camp. This one looks pretty good. I'm gonna take it, knock off the palm fronds, knock a little bit of the outer fronds out and away and then chop at the base to take about the top foot and a half, 18 inches or so of the tree back to camp. All right, so here's my setup here. I've got a Jetboil butane can uh, with a little pocket stove on it. Got my little saucepan here. And then I also have a, I believe this is a one quart uh, pot that I brought out here. So what I'm gonna do here, because our palm over here, I gotta work on a little bit. And so while I'm, Prepping on that, I need to make sure that I can get my other stuff going. So um, I'm going to add a little bit of water to this pot here and get my rice and quinoa going. That was about right. And then get this boiling here. Now you want to make sure that your uh, your stove is on a very good flat solid surface so it doesn't spill out anywhere and uh, get that heat adjusted there all right so now that's gonna boil for a little bit so while that's working uh, I will be putting my meat in here in a few minutes closer to like when I get everything going this uh the rice and the quinoa is going to go first i'm going to get that base going and then once that's cooked then i'll add in my uh my beef i mean my uh bone broth and um the other items as well and then i'll throw in that venison once it gets cooked in the skillet here but i'm going to need to uh be creative here because i only have the one source of heat um so Probably what I'm going to end up doing, might end up using the fire a little bit to roast this uh, this venison, but we'll, we'll get it going. So while that's starting to boil, I'm going to work on husking this thing here. This is the biggest one that I've ever harvested, and um, 
it's going to take a little bit of time to, to get down to the heart of it, so I'm going to start working on that. Getting down to the core of a heart of palm is no easy feat. What I found to be the best method was to chop around the top and down at the bottom to try to expose some of the uh, layers and knock off these, these layers as easy as I could. Little did I know at this point I was exposing myself to chiggers, which would make me very itchy for the next few days. But I worked it around the base and knocked off a bunch of the layers and then worked my way back up to the top, chopping in sections so it came off in chunks. And then I'd husk each side just like you would if you were peeling the outer husk off the corn. Work down to the core and then once you get to the base you can slice it with a knife or your hatchet to get the softer and pliable layers off down to the center. Alright, so now I got my rice boiling, my water boiling here for my rice. Add that in there like that. Cover this up. Turn this heat down just a little bit. Alright, got that on real low heat now. I gotta finish husking this thing. So it's interesting because the inside of this got a lot of different layers in it you can see uh, right here in the center you got to kind of keep chipping away at it until you find it looks like little rings on the inside and that's the good part so I'm gonna keep working on that a little bit and then we'll get probably maybe about that much of this that I can throw in there when I'm ready there's quite a bit of the palm that you've got to cut through or cut away to get down to the good part there's, depending on where you cut it at the base, there could be anywhere from an inch to two inches of this spongy type material that flakes off really easy with your hatchet or your knife. But once you get through that, you can expose the rings that expose the layers of this heart of palm. And you can cut through that easily with a knife or with your hatchet. And once you get to the part with the rings, you can slice it just like you would an onion. And you'll see here as I'm slicing it, it falls into the pan like I'm slicing up an onion. I'll add these into the pot with the rest of the ingredients and it'll add a nice earthy tone to the dish with a slight nutty flavor. And uh, when you get down to the core, it's very soft and has almost a, a sweet nut kind of flavor. Really good. So the core of this thing right here, it's real soft and kind of nutty. You can dig on it with your teeth a little bit. There's still quite a bit of layers that can come off of this thing. And so, it's just a real labor to get to this core here. But, you know, we'll see how it turns out. I think we're in for a treat. See? 
Still got a little bit more skin that can come off. So now I got this uh, rice and quinoa going pretty good. It's looking pretty nice. It's actually burning on the bottom of the pan there. <sighs> I ain't going too much. I'm going to sit this aside for a minute. Um, and then I'll get my venison going and then we'll start putting all this stuff together. <clears throat> here let's get my venison in the pan I pre-seasoned it with my um, garlic and herb uh, sea salt mixture and I'm gonna get my olive oil on there just kind of drizzle it all over the meat there get it in the pan and then get this sucker on the heat start sauteing this a little bit turn that up a little bit and all I like to do is kind of get my all the little chunks separated down into the pan the best I can so I can sear it real nice and we'll just cook that for a little bit oh man it's, that's smelling so good <clears throat> we'll get that going a little bit while I'm working on that then I will um, <clears throat> use the lid of my pot as kind of a little uh, chopping block here for the dill seasoning I'm going to put in the pot as well as this these chives and that meat's smelling good already wish I had smell-o-vision for you guys or So, um, also, while I'm going here, I'm going to uh, go ahead and get my bone broth in the pot with my rice here. Start getting a little bit of a base going in here. Got around in there. 
more in here just to kind of cover the top um, actually I'm gonna use both full containers here because with the amount of meat that we're putting in there as well as the uh, other vegetables I want to make sure that I got a good amount of base in there get all that stirred up real nice all right set this aside again start flipping some of this meat around sizzle smells amazing Now all we're going for really is just to brown this this venison up. Put that around a little bit. Like so. Alright, get that center back on the heat and let that go a little bit more while we're doing that. Start chopping my spices here. Now I'm not a professional chef by any means. And honestly, this isn't a recipe that I found anywhere. Um, I'm just kind of spitballing here. I, I kind of know what flavors I like, so that's what I go with. And we're gonna try this out, see how it works. We'll see what happens. All right, take my lid, flop it back down in there. Get those spices in there like that. All right, now, keep forgetting that that pot's still hot. So now, I got my other ingredients here. My onions, my corn. Now I gotta peel these onions before I can throw them in the pot. But my carrots and the corn are good to go. So I'm gonna pull these out real quick so I can husk them and get those prepped. Grab that pot again. Get my corn and carrots added down in there. Just like that. Get this thing stirring around. Alright. Starting to Looks pretty, pretty good. All right. My meat is cooking very nice too. Flip that over a little bit more. Just make sure we got a good sear on it. I want to make sure that I cook this all the way through. I don't cook deer very much. I'm pretty sure that it can be handled the same way as beef, but I don't want to take any chances. <laughs> so, um... Alright, that's looking pretty good right there. So, I'm going to do a little pot swap here. Get this one back on the heat. Start dumping these guys in here. And all those juices and spices as well need to go down in that pot. Just like that. All right. 
And now, uh, gotta get this thing stirred up. Some of this meat down in the bottom. And get all those flavors going in together. All right, now, all I gotta do is get these onions husked and in there. Now, I, um, I don't know if I'm gonna use all of these or not. I brought six of the different medleys here. I got white, red, and yellow onions. Um, and they're pretty tiny, but I think we got a lot of other good flavors going on already. So I think I'm gonna just do a few here, just to add in here. Get that husk out of here. promise I'm not going to cut myself. I uh, haven't eaten much today and I'm ready to go. <laughs> Tell you what man, the mosquitoes are coming out like crazy and it's really sad because it's not even that hot yet. But unfortunately in Florida they don't hibernate very long. They, they're out even with cold weather, which is no bueno. Nobody likes mosquitoes, so. Except for bats. Bats are cool, I guess. All right. That's a good amount of onion. I'm going to uh, start stirring a little bit more here. Get all these flavors going down to the bottom. Oops. Making a mess. My pot is about full. So, all right. So, here's what's going to happen I'm going to let this thing marinate for a little bit, do some cleanup, get my site going, and then we'll come back and we'll try it here in a few minutes. Let's see what we got. This looks amazing, and it smells even better. I wish, I wish that you guys could have a bite of this, but I will put my recipe on the bottom of the video and uh, on the YouTube page and also on the Instagram post, let you guys know which ingredients I used and uh, how it turned out. So I'm going to turn this heat off, let it set for a little bit, covered and then I'm going to enjoy. <clears throat> Alright, let's take a look here and see what we got. That is some wonderful stuff right there. Probably have way too much rice and quinoa in there, um, but it's okay. We'll, uh, we'll deal with it. But that right there has uh, been sitting for about 15 minutes or so on low heat. Low to, low to no heat basically 
and um, we're gonna check it out here. So let's see what we got. Guess I should use a spoon. All right, get a nice hunk of that deer meat and a little bit of all the all the dressings on the inside. Wow, pardon the uh, the chewing. <laughs> this is very good. It definitely could use a little bit more seasoning. Um, I think that the base of the rice and the quinoa was a little overpowering. Um, there's just the the ratio to what I, the other ingredients I had was way too much. But you know, overall, I think. Uh, I think for this being a rustic dish with absolutely no extra stuff uh, added here in the field, it came together pretty well considering this is the first time I've ever made it. So, like I said, I'll throw the recipe up on the uh, on the listing for the podcast, YouTube video, and for the Instagram TV uh, post, and you guys can try it out and tell me what you think. But it's my version of a uh, venison and swamp cabbage hobo stew but it's pretty good i um i'll be eating good tonight so let me know what y'all think drop a comment let me know what y'all think after making this dish out in the woods i decided i wanted to try it again in a home environment and try to tweak up that recipe just a little bit so I made it again for my family so my wife and my kids and my parents could try it. And I found that adding a whole lot more of that McCormick all-purpose seasoning into the mix and then allowing your carrots and your corn and your heart of palm to have a little bit more time to cook through um, with the broth made it a little bit softer, added a lot more rich flavor to it. And I added some salt and some pepper and I also... Uh, added a little bit more bone broth to less rice and quinoa. The ratio was pretty off out in the woods. And so by reducing that amount of the, the quinoa and the, and the rice and then upping the quantity of the, bean, the beef bone broth, it really made for a great hearty flavor and ate more like a stew or a soup than just rice with some beef flavoring and venison. So really great recipe. I highly recommend it trying it once at least if you like game and uh, that earthy flavor and um, I will drop the ingredients down in the comments below or in the podcast listing so you guys can find that and uh, also if you're watching the video and you find anything that I'm using any of my tools that I'm using or gear that I'm, I'm using and you got questions don't hesitate to ask drop a comment and let me know what you think I'd be happy to answer any questions that you might have Thanks for tuning in, everybody. If you're listening to us on your favorite podcast app, be sure to hit that subscribe button and leave me a nice review there. I greatly appreciate that. If you're watching this on YouTube, also hit that subscribe button and turn on those alerts. Drop me a comment. Let me know what you think of the show. Looking for us on social media, you can find us at, at The Trail Connection on Instagram and Facebook. We share lots of cool photos of nature and some nice deep thoughts about those photos. And uh, be sure to give us a follow, give us a like check out what we got going on on a daily basis so 
Thanks for tuning in, everybody. My name is Tim Garland, a.k.a. Mitty, and you're listening to the Trail Connection Podcast. Mm-hmm.